gentlemen it is i your mother's favorite podcaster aka your auntie's favorite podcaster aka the microphone messiah and i am here joined by the current bullet cast podcast champion her title is on the line this weekend for fast lane poison scarlet and i'm also joined by a person who could just cash in a bullet cast in the bank briefcase and walk out champion mr brandon tanguma what's going on guys how you doing doing great feeling peachy Feeling peachy. There we go. This is—is is, is it Georgia? Are, are we in Georgia? Is, isn't Georgia the peach state? Isn't I'm that? feeling guava. Oh, it's California okay. the guava state. Oh. Am I supposed cool. to? Am I supposed to feel watermelon for reasons? I mean, you said it, not me. I just—I just like watermelon. So. Oh no, I'm a, I'm a kiwi guy. You know, I, I enjoy kiwis. Actually, you know what, guys? I, I went to Jamba Juice and I got a I got a dragon fruit acai. Bowl. Not Jamba Juice anymore. It's just Jamba. Oh no, it still says Jamba Juice on the one I I walked inside. It does still say Jamba Juice on the one that I go into as well. Yeah, I got a dragon fruit acai bowl. That thing was delicious. You know what? My favorite one, my my favorite smoothie to get there, is the Caribbean Passion. It's just so damn good. Yeah. But those those acai bowls, they just they hit they hit different, man. Mm-hmm. Nice and nice and nutritious. I, th- I think that's just what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. Um, it's been a very busy weekend for the BC. We've uh, been been everywhere, but doing everything. Uh, one of the things that has gotten done over the weekend, Kurt Angle, was an interview <laughs> guest on this show. When I started this podcast, I never a lot of the people we've gotten never thought I would be able to say that. But Kurt Angle, I never I never thought. I would be able to say that, but it is true. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Brandon, you lived the interview. What'd you think? Yeah, it was, it was fun times. There may or may not have been some speculation that it wasn't going to happen, but, you know, Philip pulled a rabbit out of his hat and we got it done. It was, uh, you know, it was a quick interview as some of these convention ones are, but it was a good time. Pleasure meeting him. Cinematography uh, was great, even though there were some people who might have said, I didn't make them look their best, but it's fine. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was fantastic. Katie. Andrew didn't you know, ask the hot to time getting... question, but it's fine. We got to save it. We got to save it. We got to save it. Next interview. Get... We'll do. <laughs> uh, getting to meet Kurt Angle was, was really amazing. I know that uh, before you guys did the interview, I had actually gone ahead and purchased a photo op with him. So um, I got the chance to meet him. What a great down to earth guy. Um, I don't fangirl often, but who buddy, I fangirled hard. Um, in regards to the interview, really great, great questions asked, Phil. Um, I loved that you touched on his shoot wrestling and, and you know, even coaching. Uh, sounds like we'll be seeing some future Kurt Angle stars eventually after he takes care of the surgeries he needs to take care of, T's and P's. Yeah, he talked about a lot of surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. I think he said something about like neck, 
He yeah. said he just did two knee replacements, which is insane. He did, yeah, he did. Um, got them both done he, at the same time, which is crazy. That's insane. I I can speak from personal experience. My father had one knee replaced, and he's still gearing up to get the other one replaced. And he's like, I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, we we shouldn't be surprised. Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, right? You damn straight. I mean, this uh. You know, there's always nerves doing interviews, especially with bigger, bigger stars like this. But there was a different set of nerves because, you know, I was I was an amateur wrestler and I I wrestled, you know, 16 years after he had won the gold medal. But he was still the standard bearer. Sure, you had your PJ Cleese and your Jordan Burroughs and guys like that that were hot uh, when I was when I was active wrestling like that. But no, nah, man, Kurt Angle was still he was still the standard bearer. And we got to talk uh, about shoot wrestling. And I told him, like, hey, man, like, you know. My, my my generation, we still looked up to you, bro. You know, so it was that was that was good for me to get that off my chest to say that to him. I uh, love Kurt Angle, man. Uh, class act, super super nice guy. Uh, he's up there with you know with a group of one of the nicest wrestlers I've ever met. They say don't meet your heroes, but it's okay. You can always meet your Olympic heroes. Oh yeah, he is full on an all American hero. Yes, 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 yes. Kurt, thank you so much for doing that, man. Um. Edge is all elite. Wrestle Dream happened. Uh, a concerto was about to be. Uh, Everybody, go listen to the latest Under the Radar episode. Wrestle yes, Dream under, recap. Under the Radar came back. Thank you for that uh, episode. What eighty nine? So your ninetieth one has to be a big one. Your ninetieth. Maybe one. I'll just come back this week and just re- recap the random episode of Dynamite. Edge's first Dynamite in Stockton. I, no, you should you, actually no. You should probably recap the. Uh, the the Tuesday night war that's going to go on next week because that's going to be something special. But yes, um, I I can't say Adam Copeland just yet because it's it's weird. It is weird, you know. Uh, I heard on Cheap Heat, you know, Peter Rosenberg feels about calling Edge Adam Copeland the same way he feels about calling Twitter X, which yes. is a gr- is a great <laughs> is a great analogy. Uh, but yes, a video package played, and that you know, you know, there uh people are like, well, why is a video package playing when all these people are still standing in the ring? And you know, we just have to wait. Uh, but yeah, the music hit. Uh, you you got Metal Ingus is still his music, thank God, because him walking out to anything else would have been even weirder. Um, but yeah, I, Beth Phoenix voice says, uh, you thought you knew him, and you know, it's it's Edge. You know, we think he's gonna align with Christian, but no, he turns on him, saves Sting, Spears, Nick Wayne, Spears, Luchasaurus. Yeah, man. Uh, Brandon, we've heard your thoughts, you know, from your uh, under the radar recap. Yes, yeah, so screw me. No, I mean, no, no, I mean, we'll get to we'll get to you. But let's everyone has everyone pause the podcast right now. Go back and listen to Wrestle Dream Recap if you haven't done so already. And then come back and listen. Yes, go go listen to the because uh, I did the Philip thing. I started off with the Edge talk as you should. And I appreciate that. I listened. You know, Katie, what are your thoughts on Edge being all elite? Well, I am definitely uh Calling him Adam Copeland, since he's at AEW now, it is weird to not call him Edge, but hey, going with what we're what we're being told to say. Um, I'm here for it. Uh, maybe it'll make me watch Dynamite more often. Screw it. Let's just go tonight. <laughs> Let's just go tonight. Screw it. I mean, I've got to work in the morning. <laughs> You're right, you're right, you're right. But uh yeah, man, I mean 
Look, I'm happy for him. I'm not one of these fans that's going to be like, oh, my God, he betrayed the company, blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm not going to do that. The memes have been funny. You know, the the uh, match where Roman stacked Daniel Bryan and Edge is like, damn, he really sent him back into the other company. That's funny. <laughs> uh, look, man, I'm happy for him. You know, uh, 25 years in WWE, you just thought he would never jump. You, that I mean, mm-hmm. we just all assume that, you know, all the rumors what? are going all the rumors were going wild, and I'm I'm a guy that is like, well, I have to see it to believe it, and I saw it. I kind of still can't believe it, but it, it it is what it is. You know, he he's getting the chance to work with Christian again, which is something that he probably wanted to do because he's you know they're they're family friends at this point. Um, not only that, but if you've watched him talk about how he feels on Twitter, you know. There are so many new faces that he wants to wrestle, that he wants to work with, that he wants to prop up and, you know, give them their chance to shine as well. And he's great at that. So this is a good opportunity for both AEW talent and for Adam Copeland. It's it makes sense. And he was very clear that, you know, if you're if you're a fan of wrestling, it doesn't matter where he is. The fact that he's still wrestling and he's still there making it happen should be what we care about, not what company he's at. And he's always going to respect WWE. And he's always going to applaud and thank WWE for what they've allowed him to do for so many years, for 25 years. And I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, in the press conference after he said that, you know, his one of his daughters said, go be with Uncle Jay and be happy. So that kind of led his decision. And I mean, look, Edge and AEW. There I mean, there's the possibility. I mean, you get Edge versus Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega's already wrestled a legendary Canadian in Chris Jericho. Go do another one with Edge. We could get MJF versus Edge. Oh, you know, God, the- that'd be so amazing. Ricky Starks versus Edge. I mean, the, the, just the um, Eddie Kingston versus Edge. I mean, uh, you know, it's the John Moxley versus Edge. They never wrestled each other. Claudio and Edge never wrestled each other. All the time, those guys spit in WWE. There, there, there are matches to be had here. And what I, what I'm interested in, because you know, we never really got that that sleazeball Edge in in this last run with WWE. We never got the guy that was that became the rated R superstar. Off the, you know, the the, uh, the the controversy with Matt Hardy. AEW has an edgier product. They have a different set of language they can use. Let Edge be a babyface for six months, turn him heel, and let him really go. Let him really dive into something. I can I can see it, man. I can see it. I can see it. Um, but we saw when he tried to turn heel in WWE, it didn't exactly work out that great. Well, I mean, that was something. I mean, that People was. People don't want to boo Edge. No, I mean, that was something different, you know, but it was kind of more of a, a supernatural thing. I'm talking about. Like, yeah, be, that was different. Be, be the guy that John Cena hated so much to throw in the Long Island sound. Be the guy that slapped John Cena's father. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. be, be that guy. Be that edge, you know, uh, the guy that, that that got chucked off a, a ladder and through tables in Toronto. In NTLC, when that blood feud with John Cena, the guy that speared Beulah McGillicuddy at ECW One Night Stand through a table, be that, you know, uh, he I'm he still has it in, in him. I mean, he I, I'm excited to see that. Uh, and yeah, man, I mean, just the matches that are going to be had. Uh, I know he's wrestling on the uh, Super Dynamite on Tuesday next week, so that's uh, that's his first official match. It's going to be against Luchasaurus. Uh, Wednesday tonight, uh, slash Thursday, you know, 
Uh, he's going to be on Dynamite in Stockton, and then he's going to be on Collision. So, you know, Edge is uh, really making the rounds, man. I'm excited. I guess AW really does stand for all ex-WWE. <laughs> Not even a pop? Come on, guys. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, I'm giggling. Yeah, you know, uh, he says he's going to be full-time every week. Hope he doesn't wrestle every week. He doesn't need to. You know, just as long as he can keep his body nice and tight and uh, right. Uh, but I, I guess what, this is a multi-year deal. We don't know how long this is going to be. But, hey, I mean, you know, go and do this for whatever. Maybe return to WWE, have a quick little run, and uh, I'd say go in the Hall of Fame, but he's already in there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good move for AEW. After the CM Punk stuff, they kind of did need a a top star. Yes. Yeah, so then... Especially to, like, lead collision. Because I think if you just kind of slides into that CM Punk role, obviously Punk is a bigger star than Edge is, but... And... I, I think it, it's a good trade if we're going to just look at it from AEW gets Edge, WWE gets Jade Cargill. I think both I, sides. I uh, don't even think it's that. I mean, I guys, we are. Well, just because Edge, like, as we saw, there was nothing really else for him to do in WWE. He was kind of just stuck in his own little spot. And then now he goes to AEW. He can, as you ran down all the different types of matches he can have. Yeah, but I, it, we are in a time where I guess anybody can really jump. I mean, Cody started the company and left. Jade Cargill, a homegrown talent there, left. You know, Edge, a Hall of Famer, you know, a WWE loyalist left. So it's anybody. Ricky Starks can, might be leaving. You know. Anybody uh, with links to Cody probably might be leaving. Uh, you know, Brian Brian Danielson left. I mean, that, that one kind of, you know, wasn't really a shocker, but he, he, he did. Adam Cole. I mean, it's just anybody can jump. That's that, It's an exciting time, guys. It truly is. I was getting to SmackDown. Um, L.A. Knight, yeah, he returns to a massive ovation. I was in attendance at the Golden One Center. Shout out to my boy Flo, uh, former Bulletcast alum, for making that happen. Uh, yeah, SmackDown, uh, twelve thousand plus. It was a good crowd. It was a hot crowd. It was a hot crowd the whole night. L.A. Knight returns to help John Cena go against the Bloodline. So it'll be L.A. Knight and Cena versus Bloodline. Uh, excuse me, this uh this Saturday. I'm excited. What are your thoughts, Katie? Oh, I'm super excited. I can't wait to watch this match. I think that it's going to be an excellent, like, dynamite showing for both teams. Uh, I can't wait to watch LA Knight and John Cena just go at it with, with the bloodline. It's going to be so good. Uh, Brandon. I mean, with LA Knight missing last week because of COVID, we kind of speculated that maybe this was supposed to be his spot and he was supposed to be the, the tag partner so you know it's all fallen into place and i think this is a, a, a big spot for la night and i don't know how much longer cena has on his little wwe run right now but it should be a fun time and kind of you know cross pollinating with la night and the bloodline is has worked out well for cena uh at the beginning of the uh smackdown the bloodline was out there talking carl anderson runs in and attacks it leads to jimmy Uso versus carl anderson jimmy got the dub quick uh, nothing really to say about it. Mia Yim slaps Jimmy Uso. That's become a quick little meme. Uh, yeah. Where were these people last week when AJ was just getting his brains bashed in? Um, probably in a different part of the arena. Okay. Yeah, these arenas are large, man. They can't, you know, he probably went off, dipped off to catering or something, and bam, you know. Uh, Rey Mysterio retains the United States title in a great contest with Santos Escobar. Really fun match. Crowd loved it. Uh, 
yeah, then they were going to get the show of respect and the Street Profits attacked the LWO. So now it's leading to Lashley and the Profits going up against uh, LWO. It was a Grayson Waller effect with Bobby Lashley. Uh, yeah, good, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff on the SmackDown. Yeah, solid match. Uh, we didn't get any real signs of dissension between the LWO. Maybe we'll get it later, or maybe we're just not going to get it at all. So, uh, tag team match with the Street Profits and Lashley uh, this coming Saturday. You know, should be should be interesting. I don't know. It might be more storyline driven than anything. Kind of focusing on like the new look Street Profits than like you know something between the two sides. But we'll find out. Michelle, Katie, you have any thoughts? Um, after SmackDown went off the air, we got two dark matches. Uh, Cena said he wanted to have a match. Dirty Dom answered the challenge. Uh, his heat is unreal. So Dirty Dom, uh, on his last full day uh, as North American champion, uh, he went out there, had a non-title match with John Cena. It was good. It was simple. Uh, the crowd was hot for Cena, man, you know, cause we, we don't know, uh, when, when it, it this may be our last time seeing him, so you know it it gets uh, gets it gets loud, man. And it was it was great. I loved uh, loved watching John out there. I felt like I was a kid again. And then the other dark match we had was uh, Seth Rollins defending the world title against uh, Gunther, the Ring General. Uh, they worked a nice match until interference from uh, the rest of Imperium. Rollins takes him out, puts uh, uh I think it was Vinci through a table, and then he talks to the crowd, throws a little Roman diss. And then he tells the fans to light up the fireflies for uh, you know Bray Wyatt and sing his song. So good, good SmackDown overall, man. That was good. Um, I'll just I'll hop into the house show that I went to. Also, I saw the house show outdrew Russell Dream, which was funny to me. I was like, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, outdrew them by like what I think two hundred and fifty people. House show was good, man. Uh, New Day and Imperium, and also outdrew Revolution in the same building. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what the exact numbers, but I think. Revolution drew like nine thousand, maybe ten thousand people. That's crazy. Um, yeah, Imperium and New Day had a great tag match. Os, uh, not Oscar, uh, EO Sky and uh, Charlotte had a nice uh, match for the women's title. Uh, Gunther and Gable ran it back for the IC title. That's always good. Cody and uh, Damian Priest had a San Francisco street fight. Uh, Jay Uso ran out there to make the save. He got a loud reaction. Obviously, you know, being from San Francisco and whatnot, Cody making the rounds during intermission to uh, try to try to get to everybody. That was nice. Uh, main event: Miz versus Seth for the world title. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, L.A. Knight wrestled Austin Theory. L.A. Super, super over, man. I mean, his 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 uh, pop is insane. Go to the Bullcast YouTube channel to see the promo we cut during the house show. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Outside of the ring, CM Punk is back in the news. Why? Because Shawn Michaels has commented about him. Uh, Shawn Michaels was asked on a media call would uh, he be interested in having CM Punk come to NXT. Uh, he said, yes, absolutely. You know, he he's a he's a draw. He uh, he he brings the numbers. And he said uh, he never had a problem. He always enjoyed working with Phil. Somebody's saying something nice about CM Punk? What? Well, also someone who... I mean, yeah, HBK might have had some run-ins with CM Punk, but they were never like... Well, I guess like back back in the day, but that's also like a different CM Punk than than he is right now. So I mean, it's not shocking that he there, put him over a little bit. There are similarities here, you know. I mean, Sean had that reputation of you know being toxic and all this other stuff and a cancer in the locker room. Things that people are saying about CM Punk now. So you're telling me, G- yeah, CM Punk is a fine Jesus. 
well, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, there are similarities here. And, you know, Shawn Michaels was a guy that went to bat for CM Punk back in the day when they were trying to put him on the chopping block. Shawn was like, well, hey, instead of getting rid of him, why don't you just fix the things you don't like and keep them? You know? So, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, man. I mean, we as fans, we have never worked with CM Punk. We have never worked with Phil Brooks. We, we cannot just read something on the internet and just blacklist this guy. You know, just, just, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. It is. It is. What are we doing? Fans are fickle. Is really the truth. Um, I mean, like, like, like Brandon and I, we were at that, uh, we were at that uh, San Jose, New Japan show. All those fans that lined up to go meet him in his seat are the same people that are talking all this trash now. It's ridiculous. Fans are fickle. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like what? Like what are we doing? Like, like, like what are we doing? HPK is not stupid. He probably knows there is a possibility, whether it's big or small, that CM Punk is coming to WWE. So if he gets asked a question, he's going to you know, play it straight and be like, he's a good brother. I like him. And if, you know, if things happen, we'll bring him in if he, you know, so. Look, if he if he's good enough for HBK, he's good enough for me. God damn it. I've he's met, always been good enough for me. So. I've, I've met CM Punk. Nice guy. Brandon. Nice guy, right? Beautiful human. You see, we've actually had an encounter with this man. I didn't. Fear I was in for- close quarters, and he yes. didn't yell at me, punch me in the face. I didn't fear for my life. Bite my kneecap. None okay. of that stuff. We didn't argue over glass. It was quick. It was a pleasant encounter. He could have told us to f off, but he didn't. He saw Philip in his little ankle brace, and he felt sad. Yes, you know, he asked me how I was doing. I told him, "Come on, man." Y'all he signed his cast. He signed my he signed my boot with a with a silver sharpie. I have it over here in the closet. I need to get it framed. Yeah. Yep. All that stuff definitely did happen. Yes. Love CM Punk. Phil Brooks is a great guy. Can we see where he goes next? Inside the ring, NXT No Mercy happened. I mean, what a paper! All the people that said NXT 2.0 has killed the brand. These guys aren't going to make it. It's not going to last long. Look at where we. are. Look at where we are. You got Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker starting it off hot. You got the tag title match. You got, I mean, you got the main event, Tiffany Stratton killing it with big time Bex. And Becky Lynch, can I, can we give her a round of applause to go from. Give me that Becky. An absolute, I will say it, banger of a steel cage match with Chris Stratus to go on to have an, an unbelievable Extreme rules match with Tiffany Stratton. Come on now. Losing a chunk of her arm. Let's do this. The men's uh, NXT title match. Unbelievable. Uh, Trick Trick Williams. He whooped that trick in Dirty Dom Dom and got that NXT North American Championship. That title is for brothers. Okay? I can't wait for Cody to win it. Only for 72 hours, though. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. That title is for brothers, and I can't wait for Cody to get his hands on it. God damn it. That's a story that needs to be finished. <clears throat> Jesus. NXT No Mercy, Bakersfield. Y'all did that business, man. I love how there were references to Booker uh fighting Stone Cold in the grocery in the grocery store. That wasn't Bakersfield. That was funny. Uh Booker T's uh just ad libbing to Trick Williams song is hilarious. Whoop. It is. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh yeah. 
I, I love it. I love Wait, it. Wade Barrett probably should not try to do that. No. Yeah, no, Wade, Wade Barrett shouldn't try to do that at all. Uh, what did you guys, quick, quick synopsis, what do you think of NXT No Mercy? Best takeover in like three years. Well, they're not called takeovers anymore. Whatever. They're premium live events, brother. Premium NXT event, best one in like three years. It's fantastic. NXT. Probably, probably up there to me for pay-per-view of the year, at least a qualifier, like a contender. <clears throat> right on, right on. Um, yeah, so on Monday Night Raw, which was the hot new hot crowd again, uh, Rhea <laughs> told Dom Dom that if he didn't win that North American title back, that he didn't need to bother coming home. Nonetheless, Dominic Mysterio is once again the North American champion. Congrats to Dirty Dom two times. Rhea knows how to motivate him. Yeah, three <laughs> three championship reigns in uh in in his career, you know. The tag the tag one with his with his uh daddy and then two North American title runs. I love it. I love it. Good Shout stuff. out Ray Mysterio on Kevin Hart's show saying he still whipped Dominic's ass. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Um, yeah, NXT is gonna be shaping up next week. You have John Cena will be there. Why is that, Philip? Why why are they loading up on all this main roster talent for just a random NXT show next week. Because there's going to be a random dynamite next week on Tuesday. Well, on it's not Sunday. exactly random. It's because of the MLB postseason. You know, ah, TV rights on TBS. It's getting moved up to Tuesday. It's random. It's random. It's Tony Khan's birthday too. What a birthday present! He, John Cena. You get Oscar versus uh, what is it Oscar versus Roxanne Perez, right? Yes. And then Cody Rhodes. Has well, a major announcement. He has a major announcement. Paul Heyman will be in attendance too. Listen to this. It's just a star-studded event. Counter-programming, baby. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? Uh, no fan mail this week. Let's hit Monday Night Raw. I'll uh, I'll break it. I'll break a lot of the stuff down. Uh, so well, you know, because Philip was there, so he has just such an inside look at everything. Of course, of course. I, literally, I was inside the building. I have an inside look. Yes. Uh, mommy returned. Uh, guess she got a big pop. She was going in there uh, taking control of the woman's melee. Some familiar faces were involved in the melee. Uh, big Fonz. Uh, Dave Dutra, the Battle King, who could be the BTW champion uh, by Friday night. Um, Jordan Oasis, you know, he was there. Uh, yeah, so uh, some familiar faces. Yeah, so all that goes down. Then Judgment Day has drama. Uh, you know, Priest talked about, you know, Dom didn't have his gold and all that other stuff. Uh, then it leads to Jey Uso coming out there and uh, JD McDonough attacking and Cody Rhodes running out there. All this to say, Adam Pierce has made it official. Jey Uso, Cody Rhodes versus Judgment Day Undisputed Tag Titles this Saturday. It, it feels like the, the 90s when just random guys get together to go after tag team championships. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like there's not that much of a tag team division to speak of. Oh no, there's a tag team division. There is. There is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty deadly's on the shelf. Um, Sammy and KO. I uh, don't know what they're doing. Uh, they weren't even on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. OC. You know they're dealing with the things that happened with uh, AJ. So you no, know, there's a tag division. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean. You know, not kind of same old, same old, and we're we're coming into fast lane, and we're getting, as you said, a tag team match with Cody. Just kind of 
I wouldn't say spinning their wheels, but it's just kind of there. I'm here for it. Why not? I mean, they formed they formed the alliance. Why not? Yeah, Cody's the only person who trusts Jay, besides Sammy. Yes, 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 <clears throat> yes, 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 yes. Um, Imperium defeated Alpha Academy. Imperium is great, man. Ludwig Kaiser is special. Just like at the house show, just the way he was controlling the crowd on the apron, you know, when when Vinci was getting uh getting the work put on him by New Day, just like he he gets this, man. It, congrats to him, man. Uh, yeah, bro. Like less is truly more, man. I mean, Otis did a shoulder roll and got a massive pop from the crowd. It's crazy. I love it. It's fantastic. I love it. Then it led to the IC title contract signing. It was supposed to be for next week or fast lane, but. They decided to do it that night. Uh, Champa cut a hell of a promo. The Black Heart man, you know he he made me believe. Yeah, I mean, I I said there's no tag team division, but I I also wish that Imperium could be a little bit more than just like Gunther's whipping boys, which is probably a higher spot than being in the tag team division, to be honest. But I do feel like Imperium, like if Imperium were to win the tag titles and like all three of them have gold, I think that'd be a a great look, but. They're also teasing a little bit that Kaiser is fed up with Gunther or whatever is going to happen there. We'll see. Yes, 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 yes. Um, keep talking over Raw. Don't get into fast lane yet. I have to step away. Wow, Philip is leaving us. Can't believe it. Well, speaking of just the loaded tag team division we got going on in WWE, we have Xavier Woods taking on Ivar. And that happened. And then we're going to get a Viking. Rules match next week, Katie. I, I like not gonna lie, the first one with Alpha Academy was kind of interesting and kind of weird, but they're go- they're going I, back to the well already. I still don't quite understand the whole idea between a Viking rules match, especially when it's like there's like it, it just makes cardboard. There's a cardboard boat and <laughs> stuff. That makes I it don't Viking. know. It it feels hokey in my opinion. Um, I will say. Woods getting the win over Ivor, Ivar, good, good call. Um, we also, you know, thinking about what had happened the prior week with Kofi and Woods getting beat down by Viking Raiders and Drew not coming to their aid. It's like it's it's catapulting us into a possible feud between the New Day and Drew which to me makes a lot of sense too. So it's giving us the chance to see him do a bit more of a heel turn. And speaking of Drew, we get Drew versus Miz. Miz has his classic wrestling match in a suit. Uh, We did the the Miz just had a a terrible line of whatever makes him barf. I forget exactly what the line was, but it was just so stupid. But uh, Drew gets the win over Miz. If you're trying to turn Drew heel, I don't know if, you know, him just beating up on the Miz is the best way to do that, but. It's a little bit of a slow turn, so it's not it's not gonna happen next week unless I don't think it will. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Um it's it's a way for him to show his ruthlessness, I guess. Uh it is high time for McIntyre to become a heel. I think that him as a heel would be beneficial to WWE in general. I mean, he's been the babyface for so long, but they just haven't done anything with him that's been worthwhile. So give him that chance to be a heel so that he can actually, you know, go out and flourish in that regard. Yeah. And then we get Rollins 
was supposed to have like a whatever talk with Michael Cole and he gets interrupted by Nakamura. Nakamura's on the screen talking in Japanese with subtitles and then it was a trap all along where Nakamura attacks Rollins from ringside and the Nakamura screen is counting to 10 just perfectly in sync when Seth Rollins gets laid out. Crazy how that happens. And then the production staff cuts Nakamura's counting right when Seth actually gets up and then Nakamura lays him out again and then he counts to 10. So everyone, if you didn't know how a last man standing man works, match works, now you know because you count to 10 when the guy is down. So thank you, WWE, for explaining that to us. Yes, that. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was meant to be a a way to get people amped up about the last man standing match. I think that we've had a lot of buildup for it. I also think that this could be them showing us that, you know, a preview of what's to come, especially with Nakamura just really going that extra mile to be as ruthless as he's been. So my question for you is who do you think is going to end up taking home the gold? Well, you know, I supposed to say the predictions for later, but I think with them being so over the top of Nakamura beating quote unquote Seth with the 10 count, I think that kind of shows their hand that Seth is going to be the one to get the upper hand and end up winning. You know, last man standing matches are my favorite to begin with because of the awkward standing around waiting for the the ref to count and it's never the first one that the person's knocked out for we get like five or six fake counts so that kind of just brings the match to a screeching halt to the end but yeah i think seth does pull it out in the end but um should be i'm hoping it's a good match but as i said last man standing matches i think are kind of hard to uh you know, to get it going. But uh, main event time, Gunther takes on Tommaso Ciampa. Fantastic match. Gunther retains uh, just a fun, you know, quick little, I would assume quick little feud for Gunther to to beat Ciampa. And uh, then the, the big news, Johnny Gargano makes his return after Imperium's beaten down on Ciampa. Wish uh, Johnny had his old theme song back because I think because it's a newer song, crowd didn't pop as much as if it was his old song, because I just think people don't associate or like know that's his song right off the bat. So I wish we can get Philip to hurry his ass up to come out here because I felt the pop for Johnny was very weak, at least on television. And uh, then we get the reunion. As you said, they, they cut out awkwardly right before the, the double kick happened. Don't ever tell me to hurry my ass up again, first of all. Sorry, uh, Daddy. Yeah, don't, don't call me that either. That's weird. Okay, uh, just sorry. to backtrack before we get to what the Johnny Gargano of it all. Uh, Woods and Ivor was cool. Viking match. Don't know what it's going to be. Excited to find out. Viking War Raider experience match. That is. Uh, McIntyre and Miz. Slow burn for, for, uh, for, uh, old Drewski. Rollins and Nakamura. Yeah, that's a thing. That's, that's a thing. That is a thing that's, that's still happening. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to Fastlane. Gunther retains. Fantastic match. Uh, loved it. Gargano. Um, yeah, I think it's it's his new it's his new music. I feel like yeah, I feel like if it was, you know, Rebel Heart traditionally. Oh, yeah, that pop would have been insane. 
Because like even just like the song itself, it's a very weak opening couple chords. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it just it didn't. The, yeah, the new format of the song is just not. It, it's not. It's not um, ruminating with the crowd, and you know it's you like, think of jo- Johnny Organo, and you're like, you expect this fast and hard beat with Rebel Heart playing, and yeah. you're not getting that. It's like oh. you took the song and you just did the playback speed at like 0.75. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on, but uh nonetheless DIY is back. Yeah, they cut before uh before they hit the finish, but uh it was great and it was it was, it was great. That got that got a pop, that got a pop in crowd. Um yeah, good stuff. After the show, you know, uh, Gargano's out there with uh Chomp and Cody comes out there. Oh yeah, Cody he did another promo uh after the the run in and whatnot. Seriously? Uh, <sighs> Oh well, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm I'm just saying so much that they cut out. No, I'm saying like he he did that on TV after the after the run in earlier in the night, but then he came back out uh a- after we they were off the air talking to the fans. He uh threw out his suit jacket that went to uh, the son of Marcus Mack, APW promoter. Marcus Mack got a pop. Cody then threw the tie and the shirt and was like, and he was like, I'm gonna leave before I get naked. I was, <laughs> that's funny. But uh, no, nonetheless, Raw was great. Uh, they'll be back in February at the SAP Center, so um, maybe we can make it a bully cast event and I'll be there. You know, you never know. Um, yeah, but uh, I've not stuff. been to a WWE show since 2020. It's hot, brother. It's, into that raw. It's it's hot. It it is. It is hot. I haven't been to a WWE show since 2015 when I went to WrestleMania. Oh, it's Katie. It's hot. It's hotter than ever now. It's fantastic. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, let's get into the fast lane predictions. Let me go to the uh the scoreboard where we keep all said predictions. Dun, 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 dun. Do we get an update on our draft picks? Because I think me and Kate are absolutely killing you right now. That's actually my job, and I have not updated. So I'm just gonna uh, say me and Kate are killing you right now, Philip. I'm not even. I don't even need to check it. I just know. Oh, uh, this is my show. I'm 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 winning. It's that simple. At the end of the day, there are three things that are certain in life: death, taxes, and Philip always wins. That's why you're the champion right now. He's being kind enough to let me be champion for a little bit, so what I feel a, what included. a gentleman! What a gentleman! Absolutely, I'm the gentlest of gentlemen's. Hey, I'm just happy to be champion for a little bit. It's kind of nice. <laughs> It is. It is. I miss being champion. It was good. All right, let's start it off. Ladies first, LWO versus Street Profits and Lashley. Katie. Street Profits and Lashley. Okay. They don't have a name yet. They do not. Hurt 2.0. I mean, people are saying that. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll go with them. I don't see LWO getting the getting the victory over these guys. I mean. The the two I, I forget what their gimmick names are, but non Rey Mysterio and uh, Santos Escobar, they'll probably take the pin. Profits and Lashley get Cruz the Notorial, Cruz Notorial, and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, no, not Joaquin. Phoenix. Joaquin Wild. Joaquin Wild. That's his name. Yeah. D J Z. Yes. <laughs> bam 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 bam. The Filipino in, in LWO. Oh, there's a little Hispanic in there, so that's why he's in there. Okay, got it. Yeah. He I passed mean, the basic level Spanish test to to get in yes, there. Yes, no habla inglés. Right, so who are you? Who are you? Who are you taking? I said prop. 
Hudson Lashley pinned one of the the two other guys. Okay, well, all right. WWE Women's Championship: Io Sky versus Oscar versus Charlotte Flair. Katie, who you got? Io retains. Yeah, I mean they haven't really done much with Io. Uh, Brennan, who you got? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I have a feeling we're just gonna concur on every other pick because I mean it's fast lane. There's I don't see them like changing anything up super crazy on this show in terms of titles. Yeah. I'll go with EO too. All right. Um undisputed tag team titles, Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. I'm going with Judgment Day. I think that they're going to use this as some as a way to build momentum for a bigger feud at Survivor Series. That's a poss- that is a possibility. That is a massive possibility. Who do you have, Brennan? You know, I just said there's no way they're going to do anything super crazy on because it's a fast lane show. But I just lied. Give me Jay and Cody. They end up being the odd couple tag team. Uh, there's dissension in the Judgment Day again, and yeah, Cody's gonna b- bounce back. They're already bouncing back and forth on Raw SmackDown this week, anyway. So let's keep it going. Going out on a limb. Okay. Uh, you know I love Cody. You know I, I very rarely go against Cody. Would not be shocked if this is a DQ finish though, which also could play my favor. I'm 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 a good Judgment Day. I'm a good Judgment Day. Um, all right. John Cena and LA Knight yeah, versus the Bloodline. I think it's gonna be Cena and LA Knight. You you want to get that extra pop, and with the momentum that LA Knight is just continuously on, I don't see why they wouldn't have them win. Yeah, Cena needs wins on this run. He, yeah, he, but how much longer is this run? Until what? The Saudi show, right? Yeah. Look, he needs, he's here to put over uh, young guys. That's cool. But you have to, you have to win. Cause if he just loses, then it loses its equity. You have to build up some wins. So yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see an LA night also. You know, giving the bloodline, uh, we're, we're putting over solo strong. He pins John Cena. Give it to me. Oh, you're going to do that, huh? I'm doing it. I'm glad you're picking up my family. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'll, I'll put in a good word for you. Um, The World Heavyweight Championship, last man standing, uh, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. So, look, if Shinsuke doesn't win, then what was the point, right? Yes, exactly. That's that's what? where my... That that's where my mind is. I'm. Well, what was the point? But if Shinsuke doesn't take the title off of him, I could see Drew McIntyre taking the title off of him. I, you know, a heel, Drew McIntyre, Claiborne, the hell out of Seth Rollins, taking that title, finally getting his moment in front of people, and then he just turns on the people. Oh, now you want to cheer me? You know, I could I could see that. I mean, I that would t- be really neat, but that would or, take more time. Or, or. Somebody wrote into Sam Roberts' podcast about this. Let's say Judgment Day loses the tag titles. Which is going to happen. 
It is Damien Priest. And this is an original idea. This has never been done before. Literally cashes in money in the bank and just stands there while both men are down and wins the World Heavyweight Championship. So it would turn into a triple threat last man standing match, which I don't think has ever happened before. It's never happened what, before. I don't know what the rules would be on that. Is it elimination? Both, is it like regular? T- it, it like- both men would just be down and he'd just stand there and win the title. I have to talk to the commission on that. See how that I was works. like when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. I mean, it's never been done before. Uh, yeah. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's <laughs> frankly kind of convoluted and kind of a dumb finish, but uh, it would it would leave, end on a dud. It it would leave the pay per view ending on a dud. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna call it and say Shinsuke. I think that this is the moment that they have him take the title off of Rollins, but he doesn't retain it for long. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you put it on Nakamura. You know, you uh, Seth is great in the chase. You know, but uh, I I know how I know I know how WWE works. So I'm gonna go Seth Rollins. Uh, Brandon, what about yourself? Sticking to what I said earlier, give me Seth. Uh, we had the visual down of him on Raw. He gets his comeuppance, gets his comeback, and he uh, gets the win here. And you said, what was the reason for all this, Philip? It was to fill two months worth of television time. That's what the point of it was. After SummerSlam. Of course. Of course, all all that and more. All that and more. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a lot of wrestling is going on in the Bay Area NorCal this weekend. So, I mean, you have uh, big-time wrestling legends never die. Uh, Sue Young versus BTW Women's Champion Viva Van. You have uh, Milo going up against Brooke Havoc. You have uh, Kratos, JR Kratos, going up against Big Fonz. You got my big ooze, Jacob Fatu and Starboy Charlie, going up against Johnny TV, a.k.a. John Morrison and Aaron Solo. Uh, you also have QT Marshall going up against Vinny Massaro, uh, Jerry Gigolo versus Eliza Hammer. And a BTW World Title match. We will get a new big time wrestling world champion. Will it be Marcus Lewis or will it be the Battle King Dave Dutra? Find out. Not only that, Mick Foley will be making an appearance after the show. I know you don't want to miss that. Go check that out. And then the next day, Oasis Pro. We active. That is a big show. We got Dante Darren going up against Jaya Jewel. The Odyssey of Death. Jake uh, Journey Fatu going up against JT Thorne. You also have. Uh, uh, you got uh, Ray Rico and Victor Von Richter going up against uh, so, so, uh, a new team, a slick sensation. I've, I've never I've never heard of those guys. I'm excited. El Mago versus Loverboy Leo, student versus teacher. And then uh, Alonzo Alvarez going up against Serza. Not only that, it was uh, established at the kickback. The Demon of the West Coast, Alpha Zoe, goes up against Iosefa Parisi. And so that is going to be something special. And then the next day, collectible stampede. Uh, there goes the neighborhood. You can see a lot of great wrestling, but the number one match you need to see. Alpha Zo defends the Bullet Cast heavyweight title against the self-revolutionary Serza. That's exciting. That match is gonna that match is gonna hit on all cylinders. I will be at all three events. If you see me, come up and say what's up. Uh, thank you guys so much. As always, be oh, Katie will be in attendance for two out of the three. 
I will. I'll be at both BTW and Oasis Pro. So and, be sure to come and say and hello. I'll be there for one of the three, baby. Yes, Brandon will be there for one of the three. Oasis Pro Reactive is going to be fun. I'm on the call with Manor of Champions, Poyo Delmar. You don't want to miss it. The gang is back together. Thank you guys so much. As always, be safe and stay dangerous. Uh, yes, sir. This has been the Bullet Cast. Thank you for listening.